Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Zach. This is Stuart. And this is a topics episode where we're going to... Yeah, this is kind of our first, like, topics episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is the first topic, I think. And so uh, the note I have here is, do you believe in ghosts? I think what I'm going to title this when it goes live, though, is go 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 Yeah. <laughs> or I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Or I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so, like, my idea for this, like, uh, was, was uh, you know, I, I guess first pose the question... Do you believe in ghosts? And and this is a, a interesting question. I I actually believe, I think I do believe in ghosts. Really? But yeah, I I believe in ghosts as as more of like spiritual aspect than anything else. Not like the maybe poltergeist <laughs> like I'm going to possess you kind of ghosts. More of just like there are certain forces out there that um intervene in your lives and it could be a like spectral ghost sort of thing i don't know maybe well it's it's funny like there's a lot of different things that you um you you come across when you read like any sort of like paranormal nonfiction mm-hmm. um like you know one of the things I'll, I'll talk about a little bit later are old places and savannah and places like that yeah. like Somerville, have you South gone carolina any savannah. of the like the um the ghost tours the savannah ghost tours yeah yeah we've been to several we, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah those are very interesting yeah like there's there's um Oh, and, and it's funny, there's there's a, a thing that I came across online where someone was talking about um, this idea that it's not ghosts, but like, um, and I, I wish I could remember the name of the article or the mm-hmm. author or whatever, but like, you know, you think of old buildings and, and uh, specifically houses, and it's you know, one way of, of explaining it is, you know, like a house will settle at night, you know, yeah, like a wood like creek or whatever. and everything. And it's, it's like, it's like memories of movement that have been impressed on the object so that like at a certain point, they'll, 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 they'll it, like the house will settle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think I was, yeah, I was saying to you off mic before we started that, like, I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but I've had things happen to me that I can't explain. Yeah. <laughs> that are really weird. Yeah, and that's that's where I kind of get, like, um, my belief of particular ghosties. It's where it's not, like, it's the kind of ghost that's setting up, like, chairs in a weird way in your, like, bathroom or anything along those lines it's more of like intervening in weird ways where like Hmm. you kind of take a wrong detour but ends up being the right detour huh yeah but i'll get a little bit more into that once we uh listen to your stories 
Okay. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the the first one, mm-hmm. we'll uh, to set this up. Like I said earlier, my wife and I were in Savannah, um, and we were staying in this bed and breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want you want the full like experience. It's like well. You know, a Holiday Inn costs X per night. This bed and breakfast costs X per night. May as well stay in a place that, you know, has a little bit of history to it. Why not? Yeah. Treat yourselves. So, so that that morning, like at four in the morning, mm-hmm. the radio pops on. Interesting. Yeah. And it's it's just white noise. Like... My thought was, is it an alarm? Um, There was no alarm set. Um, It wasn't plugged in to the wall either. (laughs) Mm, Wow. There was only there was only one, uh, which I mean, I don't, I can't remember if I checked to see if there were any batteries, but like the fact remains that there was no alarm set on it. So yeah. Like it, you know, it was just a cheap thing on the like you you turn an alarm on or you turn it off. It's not like you you can store a bunch of random times in it, right? Yeah. Um. And so it's like, okay, we'll we'll, you know, not plug it in. It happened the second night, uh, not at the same time though, which is the weird thing. So I don't know if maybe the staff was messing with people. Like maybe the staff was setting alarms or whatever. I don't know. That um, is odd, yeah. But yeah, like I can't explain that. Also, the uh, the last night we were there, um, and and again, this was in like the wee hours of the, this was like at three or four o'clock in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. You know how sometimes the air will kick on and will close like a closet door. Yeah. So, I think that happened maybe but both of us experienced the same thing where like you know the closet door it was maybe open an inch Mm -hmm. and we watched it close but it sounded it was as loud as if someone had like hauled back with the door and like slammed it right oh wow (laughs) yeah like it was it was very strange and it all happened after like you know two or three in the morning because that like that last night we were like packing and like we had been out with friends that were there and and so it's like you know i i can't really explain any of this but um, even though now you still don't like you don't believe it was supernatural you think yeah i mean i think that there's there's there has to be an explanation for that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know what it is (laughs) you don't have one i don't have one there probably is one but i don't (laughs) have one um although i did tell my wife because like you know we went back and forth with like man why are we staying in this haunted fucking place like (laughs) um i did tell my wife if we ever go back to savannah which we have several times um I refused to stay in a bed and breakfast. Um, I, I was like, you know what? Um, ghosts don't haunt the Holiday Inn. Uh, we're staying yeah. at the Holiday Inn. Like, <laughs> or, or they do haunt the Holiday Inn. They are very sad ghosts. <laughs> Man, can you imagine the ghost that's haunting the Holiday Inn? <laughs> Just like, 
It's got to be very depressing. Yeah. You get to see all the shit that happens during the holiday <laughs> and you're like, that's entrapment. That police officer is going to get you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like my, my advice, I guess, is don't go to bed and breakfast in haunted cities and just just stay in holiday inns. Like ghosts well, are not I mean, tacky some people, some people want that experience. Some people kind of like, you know, crave that experience now i've never yeah, well, I mean, been you can, on you can a go ghost to the... tour oh so the only sort of like i guess quote-unquote ghost tour i've yeah. been is i guess here in atlanta there's um a famous cemetery the oakland cemetery and oh, yeah. around like halloween they occasionally do like a ghost tour but it's not like really a ghost tour it's more of just like touring a couple of graves and being like oh this is a famous person this is the mausoleum of x y and z and they say it's haunted but it's like <laughs> you know but it, it's not like a, a tour where you ride around on a bus and say and you know they say oh well a a murder happened here and no one goes into that building because whoever goes in there dies or something along those lines <laughs> yeah i mean the the ghost tours that we've been on in savannah you know they're all very like very touristy type things obviously mm-hmm. like you know one of them was a haunted pub crawl where where because savannah <laughs> is one of the only places in georgia where you can actually walk around in the streets with alcohol in your hand although yeah not two glasses of alcohol in your hand oh really they, they yeah, actually so, have like a, a number limit there there is so like when i um no double fisting you can well, have when one we were there we we stopped off at at um different different bars and yeah. you know my um i i get get the drinks and i come back out and i hand one to my wife and she goes oh hold on i have to use the restroom mm-hmm. and she hands it back to me and she goes inside and I'm just standing there and a cop comes up to me and goes, I saw what just happened. I just want you to know that you're not, Oh, it's not legal technically for you to have two of those at once. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she's coming right back. And he's like, no, no, I, I know. But just so you know, it's but that's not. awesome. <laughs> at least, at least um, he was, you know, polite. And he was like, Hey, I saw what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you know the the um, the interesting things that we learned on that that particular tour. Well, and it's bleeding over. Was it a walking also... tour or was it like a? Bus yeah, tour? it was a walking tour. Okay. Um, although we did go to one that was like in the back of a like chopped up hearse, mm-hmm. and it was like a drop like drive around the city type thing. That's kind of cool in a hearse, um, like a convertible hearse. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had chopped the top off and put in yeah. rows of seats because, like, a hearse just has two seats. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they've installed seatings in the back. But, but um, one of the interesting things that that they brought up is that uh, in Savannah specifically, mm-hmm. um, the utilities companies cannot dig below uh, six feet hmm. because in Georgia if you dig up a dead body because you're putting down power lines, it has to stop and the GBI has to get involved and oh, wow. officers <laughs> have to do investigate. It's like, 
there are so many randomly buried bodies in savannah that they're just like no (laughs) they're just like we don't want to deal with this don't don't (laughs) go any further down um and the other thing is that there are i forget the exact numbers for example but like at the uh bonaventure cemetery which is savannah's um like famous cemetery like oakland is for for atlanta um one of the tour guides was was pointing out that if you read the placards on the signs in in that cemetery Mm -hmm. um one of them in one area of the park will give you the number of people that are buried in that cemetery and if you read another placard in a different area of the park it will tell you how many headstones are in the park and they're not the same number (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, yeah so like you know savannah is just a thoroughly haunted city for very various reasons like that. yeah <laughs> i mean kinda... and it's a beautiful city too it is i i will say i, I really really do love that city yeah i've like not been only... recently but the handful of times that i have been there it's been enjoyable definitely has yeah been like enjoyable. we've we've only been there like two or three times but like it's so walkable as well like i um you know whenever we've been it's because there's been a a professional conference we're going to and so like my wife is gone during the day so i'll just like walk the city enjoy yourself yeah just walk around like i'll just during the day like while she's attending panels um like i'll just walk around the city and and uh yeah like there there was one time that i i had walked so far that i was like I don't know how to get back. Let me make sure I can pull up my cell phone and oh, sure, sure, yep. Now I can figure out where I'm going again. Like I, I had gotten lost, which is kind yeah. of difficult because Savannah is one of the oh yeah, it's grid. It's all um, grid, right? Yeah, it's all grids. Um, yeah, it's so, not like crazy Atlanta where it's like Peachtree Road and circles. Yeah, like it. Well, which is kind of funny because someone was pointing out on another tour that we were taking down there that, you know, Atlanta has no excuse not to have a grid at this point because, you know, Sherman burned Atlanta. <laughs> like yes. they could have started over. Yeah. They, <laughs> they could just have been like... They chose yeah. not to. <laughs> like there's no reason for Atlanta to not have a grid. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but uh but yeah have, have you had any any uh similar experiences with things that you've been so i i haven't but okay so i've had one kind of experience but it was like in my own home i've never really gone out to sort of seek the experience i've never really gone to like a haunted place or something along those lines it's mainly just been an experience that i had at my home and i mean i kind of like understand what happened so it was it was a late at night sort of experience and i think i was experiencing like um sleep apnea where or maybe it's not technically sleep apnea but it's it's where when you're like awake but you can't move you feel like a major oh yeah sleep paralysis yeah sleep paralysis and i I, so i experienced that and i thought i saw like 
a phantasm over me, like a light over me, where it could have just been like, you know, my eyes readjusting or something along those lines. But like, I couldn't move, I couldn't breathe. And I felt like I was sort of having an outer body experience. So that's where my kind of like ghost experience comes from, where like, I don't think that they're like ghosts that are, um, I guess, depicted in movies, where it's just like, you know, when I think of ghosts, the first thing that I think about is Ghostbusters, where it's like Slimer <laughs> ghosts or like, you know, a spectral person. Yeah. Where it's like half human and then half like spectral, you know, that ghost tale, basically. Yeah. I, I think ghosts are, are kind of like spirits that are trapped, at least in limbo, hmm. sort of deal. And I feel like a lot of these like spectrals aren't exactly knowing what they're doing. Like, I, I feel like it's kind of discombobulating for them or something along those lines until they kind of like are able to work out exactly what's happened. So I think, again, it's more of like a spiritual sort of thing because, you know, I, I do kind of subscribe to the train of thought of like reincarnation where things, you know, do get reincarnated. Yeah. But there's a whole, like, system of, like, karma and everything along those lines. And I do feel, and again, this is more of, like, my spiritual hippie side kind of coming through. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, but I feel like there is a time where you're kind of trapped a little bit in limbo. Okay. Where, you know, you're you've kind of gotten through that whole, like, part of balancing out karma and everything along those lines but you're not exactly sure like how to progress hmm. like you gotta you know, work I, off the bad shit well that or like how to move on to that next aspect of of what comes next after death be it hmm. real life or be it somewhere else because let me just say disclaimers i'm not claiming the no like the <laughs> like this is my personal belief yeah this, this might is not, not be something... your personal belief but yeah. you know i'm not saying i'm right so you know please please don't like <laughs> be like that's not right there's a heaven and a hell and <laughs> you either go the one <laughs> or you might write like oh no um osiris i think that's the egyptian god who weighs your heart versus a feather yeah that sounds correct i, I know of the fable but i'm not sure if it's osiris who's that god who does that yeah i mean i i have no idea really i want to say it's <laughs> osiris I'm, I'm i'm going to go out on a limb there but yeah, I, I do feel like there are spectrals there, but like there's no spectrals that like are stuck. Like, you know, again, when you go on these 
like ghost tours. It's like that happened back in, you know, the 1800s and it's still haunted by the same person. It's like, mm, <laughs> is I don't it think, though? I don't think, you know, like, because gosh, that would be so boring if you were that ghost who had to haunt that place. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, think about it. Like, you are stuck in eternity, like haunting this one area. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I, I can definitely <laughs> see it being like, yeah, yeah. I, I I can see what you're saying of it being like, well, like looks like I'm stuck here for now, uh, yeah. forever. Yeah, but again, like maybe eternity. Like, you know, I'm perceiving time at like my normal human perception of time maybe eternity isn't super long i don't know yeah i don't know but but yeah so i I think again there's that aspect of it where it's like they're not like bound to particular things that there are not like ghosts that we think of in the typical hollywood ghost i think it's more of a, a spiritual sort of deal where there are these beings that can be in like this particular limbo between the astral world and the physical world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it comes to like psychics and like talking to ghosts and stuff like that, I don't really subscribe to that particular thought but you know i do believe that these spirits could influence certain things like there are times when like i'm not sure if you want to call it like a guardian angel or spirit or something along those lines but i've had those like moments where it's like if i would have turned like a second into another lane a car just like flew down or something along those lines mm-hmm. like i could have been i could have crashed into that car <clears throat> yeah and like again i don't think it's divine intervention or anything like that but like maybe something was looking out for me i don't know yeah so i i think there's there's something along those lines okay or like well, maybe you're eating a, a um a really good burger and somebody like shoots at you, but like everything misses you, and it's like maybe that's divine intervention. You're talking about you decide... fiction now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what were those burgers called? I forgot the name. Big oh, Kahuna burgers. Big Kahuna burgers. Yeah, uh, Big Kahuna. Uh, divine intervention. You weren't gonna sneak that by me. <laughs> <laughs> references yeah (laughs) but no i i do believe in that kind of aspect of like quote-unquote ghosts but i don't really believe like there's a ghost haunting a mausoleum in like i don't know in like a cemetery or something along those lines i just don't think yeah i just don't think that's 
that's what's something happening. that I could, yeah, envision. But but I've been wrong. I've been wrong before. Maybe I'll go to sleep tonight and like Slimer will come up and be like, hey. Or maybe Ooh. it'll be, I guess, the better aspect. Do you remember in Ghostbusters when like the ghost was trying to sexually please Egon, Peter? Uh, um, no, Ray? it's uh, Ray. Ray. Yeah. And that's only in there because Dan Aykroyd has a story about getting a blowjob from a ghost in real life. Yeah. Because Did... he very much believes, like, Ghostbusters in... to him, the science behind all of that is yeah. 100% stuff that he believes is true, like, without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he had a, uh, an, like, I think an uncle that was a paranormal investigator. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. I know that, um, oh, Anna Nicole Smith, didn't she say she had, like, an orgasm from a ghost as well? I, I yeah. know. I I, I, so. I I do know that that story about, um, I, I have heard the story that the only reason that that ghosty blowjob scene is in Ghostbusters is because Dan Aykroyd uh, has said that that happened to him while he was helping his uncle. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. I just remember watching Ghostbusters as a kid and being like, what's happening? What's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh. Oh, that's that. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, as an adult, it's like, uh, oh. Okay. Oh, right. I guess I shouldn't have watched this movie when I was like six. Uh. <laughs> Well, I have a second story. Oh, um, okay. That that involves a a thing that I can't explain, but it's very fucked up and creepy. Okay. Um, I, I do have a question me. before you go into that story. What yeah. about your wife? Like, does your wife sort of think the same along you, with like you, or does she? Um, I know you can't answer for her, but like. I mean, I think so. I feel like we have similar views on it. On ghosties. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, yeah, they're creepy when they're happening, but, like, you know, I have a coworker now who's, like, which, spoilers, this bleeds into the story, but he's just Oh, well, you can go for the story. Yeah, there's ghosts, but, like, they can't hurt you. Like, he's very, like, laid back about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew a person who, like thought she could trap ghosts in crystals so she had a bunch of like crystals with like ghosts inside them and she you know would tell me like oh that's you know that blue crystal has like the ghost of a serial killer or something along those lines i was like huh 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 yeah that's an interesting hobby yeah yeah apparently um apparently you can like i guess find rituals to like i don't know you can buy a bunch of stuff off the internet and apparently you can buy like yeah (laughs) those crystals off the internet huh yeah huh that's interesting (laughs) yeah i mean you know it comes with like a little certification and everything like that you can look up the person on the internet, ghost, but like ghost crystals. Let's see. Let's <laughs> see this. So a... I'm seeing phantom quartz. I don't see anything about ghost crystals. Yeah, I think it's on like eBay. And... Huh. 
That's yeah. weird. Yeah. That's strange. But I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, each their own. Each their own. Yeah, that's right. Um, but but yeah. Um, so I guess like you can or in people's perspective, you can do rituals that I guess tie people's soul into crystals. Personally, just again, personally, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade or anything like that. Again, I've been wrong, but like I don't think that's how it works, but I mean, could be. <laughs> it could be. I also do not think that that's how that works. <laughs> but who knows? It could be. <laughs> but um, but onto your story. Sorry, oh, I didn't yeah, mean no, to no. like so, sidetrack so, with ghost crystals. Well, like to set up some of this. So so what I do is basically I um, I'm in event coordination um, with historic Ooh, venues. We're getting Zach lore. So yeah, this is Zach lore. So yeah. so um, yeah. So like if people are having birthday parties or whatever and they want to use these venues mm-hmm. i help facilitate that and sometimes that involves staying late locking up yeah. all of that stuff right by the way um it is a former one of the venues is a former asylum now Ooh. now huh. now lots of people having misconception that what that word means is not actually what it was used for right Mm. so a lot of the locals have these tall tales of like uh and it's always using very ableist language but you know referring to it as like yeah that's the place where they do electroshock treatment or whatever yeah and first of all nope nope never happened um as far as I know, historically, what that place has been used for is when it was built, that type, th- that word, especially in the region at the time, meant that they treated things that were not, it wasn't a mental institution, it was an asylum. So it was mm-hmm. like they would take in people that had like tuberculosis or rabies and things like that, you know, oh, okay. um, which you'll note are not mental health yeah. issues. <laughs> Um, they are your actual they're yeah. like physical illnesses well, and yeah. like the longest the longest portion of of its use it was um drug and alcohol rehab so mm-hmm. like it wasn't what people have these horror stories with right yeah so i want to set that up <laughs> just lay that groundwork right there so well, it's it's funny. Um, there was one group that that I was locking up after that they used to come every like every two weeks or every three weeks. I, I forget their exact pattern because they've with obviously with the pandemic, everything has closed down. But yeah. um, they were a like I was the only person who was able to to work during that particular time, and so I was working the event, and I was warned beforehand by some other people of like yeah they're just kind of they're kind of odd i'm just (laughs) like what are they doing and they're like well you know they meet up and it's i I don't know what they're doing they're like rehearsing scenes and stuff like that but they spread out and they're like you're you're gonna want to make sure that like everyone kind of stays in the right areas and it's like okay 
Um, Are they LARPing? Sure. Yep, yep. They will play Vampire <laughs> <Sorry>. the Masquerade. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry um, to blow the... the... Well, uh, well they, so, so yeah, like the way that the, the co-workers had, had explained what it was, they, like they didn't have the words for what it was. And I was just like, what, what are you talking about? Like, okay, sure, yeah, I'll keep my eye out. And like, I happened to be like going to the the employee fridge and like walking past one of the areas, yeah. and I like overheard them talking. And I, like, I looked in, and some of them were in costume, and I was just like, "Oh, I know what this is. This is awesome. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is right up my alley. Like, I will totally work this." But I, um, it's funny because you know, you know I used to uh, play uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Where... I do. Yeah, I played it over at uh, Georgia Tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you were in the, yeah. the city then. Yeah, this is this was just on the outskirts. But the um the the what one of the nights the um LARPing. the person whose whose name uh it, it mm-hmm. was under like came to me after the event was over and like she was like done up in, in the full like like she had yeah, the, the full, like teeth yeah. that you wear over your, your teeth that are like mm-hmm. the realistic looking vampire things. Yeah. Um and she was just like making sure everything was squared away and whatnot. And we were talking, and I let slip that story about it being <laughs> an asylum, um, yeah. because she she was kind of asking about like any of the creepy things, which I'll get into, because this has happened before then. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and so I told her that, and I was like, "Yeah, I used to be in an asylum," and she was just like, "Wait, really? Like, I didn't have <laughs> to go into the the like disclaimer that I gave you of like, yeah, at the time, that's not what that word meant, and blah 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 blah." um because yeah. like frequently people who especially who are in the area if they're coming to look at like say have their wedding will be like didn't this mm-hmm. used to be and it's like no that's not what <laughs> not exactly that's not um, what yeah technically but yeah like i just made a passing reference to it and i started to give the disclaimer and she was just like really and the way she responded i was just like i'm not going to give her the disclaimer <laughs> like it's much cooler in her her imagination awesome yeah this is this is uh more more in line um with with the purposes that they're using it for (laughs) um but yeah so so this this one time i forget the exact thing i was there but but i was there late um uh during a weekend uh and you know so Mm -hmm. like late would be like two in the morning ish right okay and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm cleaning making sure everything's squared away and then i hear it uh and it's these creaks from upstairs right hmm. it's like it's walking down like someone and, and it's not like because i've i've grown up in like older houses right it, it wasn't yeah, the sound of the house just, settling. The house breathes. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't that sound. I call it, it was, house breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the house breathing, house settling, wh- whichever term you use. Hmm. Um, I know what that sounds like. I also know what it sounds like when someone yeah. is walking down a hallway. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was the very distinct sound of someone walking down the hallway upstairs. Uh, now, two very important things um, you should know is that there's no one else in the building at this point. Mm-hmm. 
I've locked everything. Yeah. My car is the only car in the parking lot. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I go go to the office <laughs> and I pull up. I'm like, I there's I've seen way too many horror movies. I am not walking my fat ass up those stairs. <laughs> um, so I, I pull up the camera in the office. I'm looking at I like the security I know that you guys had a camera. Yeah, yeah, we have security cameras. Um, and so I sense. pull up the security camera, and I'm looking, and I'm like, yeah, there's there's no one up there. And then I hear the creaking again going down the hall, and I'm yeah. like, yep, there is no one up there, but I'm hearing this creaking. Um, and so I was just like, well, it is uh, it is time for me to go. So I, <laughs> I, uh, it is time for me to skedaddle. Yeah, so like I, I give it one more try, and I'm like, hello? Is there anyone here? And I, I hollered up the staircase, and there's no reply. And so I'm just like, well, you know what? This is above my pay grade. I'm just going to lock everything. Make sure it's locked. Uh, and I will be back in the morning when ghosts are not haunting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, be back later. Yeah, it's like, I will come back later. I'm not about to deal with any of that. Yeah. Like, that is not what I'm signed up for. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, like, those were those were my experiences, at least. <laughs> um, so again... Yeah, again, just having that, like, sleep paralysis sort of thing. Like, you know, during... I remember going and seeing, like, scary movies and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. walking through like a parking garage or something along those lines trying to you know get back to my car and then being scared but like there were really no ghosts around to like yeah you know blame that on or anything along those lines but like right yeah but um yeah i really haven't had like any sort of like spectral ghost phenomenon experiences yeah besides just kind of like weird moments in my life where i felt like divine intervention has taken place where it's like you know i'm lucky to be where i'm at at the moment if that makes sense yeah yeah so so other than that like not really much for for like spooky stuff okay well um i guess in that case uh yeah i'll i'll wrap up by saying again i'm sure there are logical reasonable explanations for all of this stuff yeah i just don't know what it is so (laughs) and again it may as well just be you know spooky scary ghosty goblin (laughs) and i don't think we have like all of the answers like yeah you know we may be able to justify certain things but like i've been wrong i've been wrong a lot before so sure sure. i'm not (laughs) i'm not saying that i have all of the answers (laughs) yeah yeah well um with that why don't we talk about our me me me's Um, all right i so i have six things 
Oh, right. A lot of them, mm. well, and a lot of them kind of bleed into it. You'll see. It's it's not like another two hours worth of discussion. <laughs> this is Zach just talking. Talking for Zach. 45 minutes. 45 minutes straight by himself. (laughs) Um, What what do you have? I've got like three things. Okay, cool. Um, Did you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. We can can let you go first. Well, so I'll break it down into media types. So uh, this first set, I watched three shows that I want to talk about. Um, Sherlock because all of it is on Netflix at this point. Oh, the British Sherlock, right? Yeah, the one with... Um, uh, Cumberbatch. Benedict, Cumberbatch. Yeah, Cumberbatch. Cumberbund. Um, Cucumber. I really, <laughs> really like this last season. Um, I don't know if you've seen it or not. I highly recommend it. I have it. not. They, so, you know, they, they do... If anyone ha- is unfamiliar with it, um, it's a modern version of Sherlock set in England, and they have uh, kind of modernized stories. Um, one of the things I really like about it is all the seasons are super short. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're all three episodes. Uh, now, the episodes are like an hour and a half long, two hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but, but they're all adaptations of the um, older arthur conan doyle story but they've been modernized um this last season i Mm -hmm. think is they had or last couple of seasons they've had a lot of broad leeway um and so they do things that are not covered by the original stories as far as i'm aware um Hmm. it's really interesting it gets into weird science fictiony stuff um yeah that i'm a huge fan of um Nice. I just remember, I don't know if you remember going to, we covered Hulanta, but mm-hmm. when we were several years ago uh, attending... Back in the real time. Yeah, like the con that was Hulanta, or that, that became Hulanta was called Timegate. And yes. I don't know if you remember, but I think it was either season two or season three. Um, you and I were watching what was supposed to be the first episode of the new season oh yeah is what it was billed as but when it came uh-huh. to netflix and we watched it in this proper or because i remember you and me after after the episode which is called uh reichenbach which yeah if people are familiar with the show know exactly which episode that is we didn't realize until later that that's actually the last episode of whatever season that's in. <laughs> yeah. Which we meant that we were sitting confused. there, we were very confused of like, wait, this is the first episode of this? Are they, wait, what are they doing? What is this? Yeah. I don't um, understand exactly what's happening. Um, the, so the, the next two things are actually related. Um, the uh, well in, in any way i highly recommend the new sherlock and benedict cumberbatch is fantastic as is martin freeman um as watson um, is he still is like the main antagonist still uh morty or morty Arty? no no oh okay. well kind okay. of kind of you'll you'll okay. see yeah. if you if you take the time to watch I'll it see, like yeah. you'll see you'll see um okay. Okay. the uh the next two things are kind of related shows um mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So my wife and I, because we were watching through Sailor Moon Crystal a while back, she wanted me to see the later seasons uh, to kind of see where the show is going. Because, you know, they've they've adapted the first three arcs to Crystal mm-hmm. now. And I was confused because like we were looking up, I was like, when is the next volume going to be released? Which it's, it's actually being released in, uh, it, it was released in February of this year. For the Sailor Moon Super S arc, um, mm-hmm. they're actually releasing a two-part movie. So it's going to be like a, like a three-hour thing. And I was like, all of these oh, wow. other seasons yeah. are shows. Like, why is it a movie? And my wife was like, well, let's watch Superstars and, or uh, Super S and maybe you'll see. <laughs> I can 100% maybe you'll figure see. that, yeah. Well, I can 100% see why they cut it down. Um, it's the one, I don't know if you ever watched Sailor Moon. Um, it is the, the I Dark have. Moon Circus uh, arc hmm. where they're, they're looking for... Yeah um this this uh pegasus and like a, a lot of the episodes like it's so repetitive like they they i can 100 percent see why they were like okay we're gonna cut all of this stuff put it in movie a we're gonna cut all of this stuff and we're gonna yeah. put it in movie b <laughs> um <laughs> but because i wanted to see what happened next um we also watched through sailor moon stars which is the the last arc and i was telling her i really hope that they do a full like season and they don't do the movie version of stars um it's the one that they never aired in america (laughs) it's Hmm. it's um it's the one dealing with uh galaxia is the main villain it's got real, oh yeah. yeah it's got real big neon genesis it's got a lot vibes. of yeah like it it's it's amazing to yes. me and i was like i want to see a modernized like like season three of crystal like i hope they do that with stars because like there's there's a whole lot of stuff yeah. they could get into um i i think it's funny that 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 season specifically apparently um the reason it was never aired is <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you remember they they made um, Saturn and Neptune or Uranus and Neptune um, mm-hmm. cousins for the American broadcast. They're they're not cousins. They're, yeah, when they're, they're in a relationship, they're um, lovers. Yes, and so by the time you get to season five. Um, there are scenes that it's very clear that they're not cousins and and so i feel like they're not cousins yeah (laughs) i feel like what happened is some executive just made that like decision of like well just make them cousins and it's like wow um okay so what happens it's like so not only did we do the thing that we were trying to avoid but we also made it incestuous (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is uh, but yeah no i uh, i feel like it's the strongest uh because because after we've been watching crystal like we've been watching the um the the original version so she's like this way you have a better understanding of what they're adapting and stuff um and i i really like the 
the the last arc uh, stars like it's like i said it's got big evangelion vibes um and i i hope they yeah. they do with it what they did with the third season yeah um, let's hope yeah so that's my my first run what what, what do you got for me uh so i kind of hinted <clears throat> at this during our book review but um and I guess um, a little bit at this one. So I've actually started, um, ta- well, not like heavily drinking, but I've been uh, drinking whiskey. Uh, I've I've been trying different brands of whiskey. Just been trying different, like, um, because whiskey, there's so many different, like, varieties of whiskeys. There's, like, bourbon. There's whiskey rye. There's Japanese whiskey. There's scotch. So I've been. I love like scotch having, and bourbon. <laughs> yeah, I've I've actually been drinking um, recently uh, this <clears throat> bourbon called Four Roses, the select batch. It's the oh, okay. I've only had the tequila. One. Uh, it, it's really good. So okay, I I've really been liking it. It's and I've um. Again, people who listen to the podcast know that I signed up for a a online coffee tasting sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I signed up for a whiskey tasting <laughs> sort of deal. And um, it's basically like a forum where you end up like going out and getting whiskey around <clears throat> your local area. And then just kind of writing like the particular flavor profile, what kind of nose it has, and uh, things along those lines. So I really enjoy this one because it's got sort of a a dry fruit taste to it. And then it's got um, a little bit of an after spice taste, which is really nice, in my opinion. It gives it a nice sort of like Christmas, not Christmas, but like holiday spice. It's not yeah. like super overpowering, like you know, pumpkin spice, but it's got that nice little like zing to it at the very okay. end, which got like kind of a kind of a burning like cinnamony type type vibe. Yeah, not not as strong as cinnamon, but there is sort of a, a nice aftertaste to it, like allspice or yeah, so something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So so I've been just kind of enjoying tasting different type of whiskeys being able to kind of like write about those whiskeys and just sort of being part of a community and um yeah it's it's nice it's you know it's not like i go crazy or anything drinking a bunch of whiskey but yeah you know it's it's nice to have like a glass on the weekends and stuff like that so so yeah i've been um kind of experimenting trying different things there's a distillery here in atlanta asw that i tried their duality um it's a whiskey that won like an award in san francisco but um so it's a whiskey made out of rye and made out of barley like the stuff that you would make out uh, beer and stuff like that yeah where it was kind of a, a 
last minute sort of thing. They realized they didn't have enough rye to make a full batch of whiskey. So they ended up taking like aged barley and sort of mixing it and oh, came accidental out to a, provenance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out to a very pleasant experience. So, so yeah, it was it was nice. It it didn't. So for me, it didn't fully taste like a a whiskey. It definitely had a little bit Tasting of a, a little beer. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, you know, it, it was a good drink, but it, I don't think it would be a whiskey that I would go back to. I do really like um, a couple of Japanese whiskeys. I did try a, a rice whiskey, which wasn't my favorite, uh, especially since that flavor profile is a little different than what I'm normally used to. Yeah. But I did like a, uh, let me see if I can pull up the particular brand, but I have enjoyed a couple of like actual traditional whiskeys from Japan, which have been nice, but yeah, it's just, it's nice kind of like trying all of these particular drinks out and then like discussing them with like-minded people on a forum. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and that whiskey is Asashi. Akashi. Akashi. A-K-A-S-H-I. Okay. No. I thought you were saying asa or trying to say a hot asahi at first. I was like, "That's beer. They make whiskey." Nope, <laughs> nope, yeah. wrong brand. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's uh that's what I've been doing. That was one of my first things. Okay, um, so we uh, we watched a couple movies. Well, we watched one movie and then I watched a second one. Which this will this will take just a second. Um, so okay. Amazon Prime has uh available uh a movie called little nemo adventures in slumberland have you ever seen that um is nemo the character from finding nemo no 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 this is um this is the kid that's in the the bed that flies no it's kind of anime looking it's not i mean it's well it, it technically is because it was animated by in tokyo um mm -hmm. So it's an adaptation of a uh, comic, a newspaper comic by a guy named Windsor McKay. And mm -hmm. this comic uh, in the, came out in the 20s. It's about a, a little boy that, uh, when he falls asleep, goes to Slumberland and um, has adventures there. And the thing that stands out about it is that, you know, it was a newspaper comic. Most comics were like two and three panel things or maybe a political cartoon here and there windsor mckay's yeah. little nemo was like a full page all color like very baroque and very very detailed um this movie's okay it's i mean it's probably not a good idea <laughs> to show it to kids it's okay. um, <laughs> yeah it's it's um it's it's better than you would expect a kid's movie from 89 to be but one of the the reasons i wanted to bring it up is 
I was looking at who was involved to make this because like the opening credits are like a lot of uh, anime films at the time because it was done by uh, Tokyo Movie Studio, I think TMS uh, or the initial. But they, um, the opening hmm. credits are just the credits on a screen and then a song playing, right? Yeah. So one of the visual visualizations was uh responsible for or one of the people responsible for visualizations was brian froud who geeks will know uh as the designer for labyrinth <laughs> um oh, ray bradbury I didn't know that. ray bradbury wrote the script treatment for it um and mobius mm-hmm. was a senior design consultant on this movie um Mobius is a is a French illustrator known for making Metal Hurlant, which became Heavy Metal magazine. Um, he's got a very distinctive style. Like if you see one of his pieces, like the Inkle or uh, uh, Tarna or in, anything like like that, um, yeah, you know immediately who that is. And watching this movie. <laughs> I was like trying to look for for uh, art that looked like his, and it's like, yep, that character right there. I could like that looks like someone from Heavy Metal. That also looks like someone. From Heavy Metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very cool. Um, it's it's one of those movies that like like my wife and I were talking about it last night as we were watching it because it, I will say one of the not strong parts of the movie is that they they repeat his name way too many times, and then most of the dialogue oh. is him screaming. Um, Lovely. So, I mean, it's a kids' movie, um, but I I came across it and yeah. I was like, I vaguely remember seeing this, and my wife was like, I remember being terrified by this movie. I was like, well, let's sit down and watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see if we're still terrified. But like we were, um, like we were talking, and the they don't make kids movies anymore where kids are going to be terrified of them, scared. And I think they should. Yeah, um, like it's not a secret of Nim. Well, like I remember being it, terrified at the secret of Nim. Well, yeah, like a, a that lot of freaking it. Freaking owl we well the owl's not gonna hurt anybody <laughs> no but the owl's animation was super scary. oh yeah or like the... the halloween tree do you remember that movie i have a copy of that it. was scary as a kid <laughs> um well so you know the um it, it's it's funny right when all of the studios become corporate entities they want to streamline yeah. everything and make it not damaging to the bottom line (laughs) because if you look like yeah early to mid 90s is when a lot of that stuff goes away and then it's like cartoon network nickelodeon and stuff like that and it's like wow this is Mm. not going to scare still there was some scary stuff (laughs) that like eh, i mean over the garden wall scared some children I, I don't know how how intended that was for kids though you know like i obviously it's it's hmm. a cartoon show on cartoon network i don't know if yeah. kid, like like children was the the demographic for that um i kind of sort of saw it as the demographic 
Yeah. Well, and I mean, and not not saying that that wasn't originally what he wanted, but like I, I don't know how the rating for television honestly works. Like I, I don't know who like the uh, yeah channel may come up with that. The the station may come up with that. Like I have no idea how they they determine those, but um, yeah, like the you, you don't really see like maybe maybe with shows it's different but because uh like you had like you know courage the cowardly dog and ah real monsters and stuff like that but yeah. you don't really see movies which kind of scared like i mean that, you know <laughs> yeah because um, i remember I think being that... scared at a couple of like oh sorry i was just saying i remember being scared a couple of times at um courage the cowardly dog there were a yeah. lot of like visual effects that was just like, oh my, oh my god, <laughs> uh, especially with Eustace. Um, yeah. So yeah, I recommend watching that. Uh, maybe don't watch it if you have small children uh, with <laughs> with your small children, or watch it first and be your own judge. Um, yeah. But I I like it, and I recommend people enjoy, it, especially with with the random connections it has uh with with geeky aligned things you know um now i said that we we were watching things and then i corrected myself because my wife did not watch this with me um i watched Mm -hmm. because it's free on prime um sonic the hedgehog oh yeah it's with um with jim carrey (laughs) Yeah, it's a movie. It's great, um, isn't it? I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's it's not like <laughs> it's not like groundbreaking or anything. Like, it's a kids' movie. It's okay. Um, the thing uh. I wanted to talk about though was uh, one. I don't know. It felt like copaganda to me to make the main character like I'm the nice cop. But anyway, um, the thing I, I mean, really wanted it's to very... talk about. Yeah, it's very uh, typical. Like, yeah, um, it's like random. I don't yeah. think that this guy would help you. I think he would murder you. Uh, but but the thing that I I uh, wanted to talk about is the. Have Have you seen it? Yes. So you know, I, I actually gonna... paid good money to see it. So I don't know <laughs> if you if you were paying attention to to this. Uh, I know a lot of people just kind of are still talking or like they're, they're not paying really attention to any of the bugs that, that come across the front. But, yeah. um, I noticed that it was billed as a Sega original film. Mm-hmm. Um, when am I going to get my golden ax movie? Because <laughs> that's really what Dude. I want to talk about is, is <laughs> they have axe. a bunch of, yeah. they have a bunch of panels with Sega games. And then it says like Sega, original film and it's like wait you opened up and like golden axe was immediately the screen my eyes tracked on like i also saw um uh what is it turrican and torok no not turok it's it's the um it's the game that was that was arcade that was on genesis that um or mega drive for you non-american listeners um where the kid is like wearing a backpack and he's flying around and shooting things like it's a it's a free space shooter i don't i'm not sure about that one 
Um, but yeah, like Altered Beast was another one that, that I definitely saw on the screen, and I was like, "Wow, when are we going to get the Altered Beast?" Movie? Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that will wrap up my movie talk. Um, is Sonic's okay. okay? I mean, it's it's a kids movie. I didn't particularly like Jim Carrey's. You didn't like portrayal. Jim Carrey's performance. I did not. Huh. I didn't like James Marsden either, and um, I didn't like uh, Ben Schwartz's voice for Sonic. Uh, I, I'm missing Jaleel White. Bring back Steve Urkel voicing Steve. Sonic. <laughs> that was the cartoon. Yeah, well, so I was telling my wife when when it was the it was coming up that um, that which she was like, oh, I remember that. I hadn't thought about that in years because yeah. <laughs> there's really no reason for a, a grown person to think about this unless there's something wrong yeah. with them. Is <laughs> um there was a there was a uh sonic cartoon that i was like man if they were making this movie for adults i'd want them to make it real like gritty right like i want them to take the cartoon that that was like it was set in this like cyberpunk dystopia where robotnik had won and sonic and his friends were these like freedom fighters trying to do, do oh, remember I remember that. that yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one was actually really good. I thought, <laughs> like, I, I kind of was yeah, hoping yeah. for that. Um, not the one with the little robots that was like obviously for like children. Um, yeah, but the other cartoon that was meant for other children, just older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that that was uh that was me i'm i'm looking forward to the other hopefully say hopefully future sega original films yeah um, that'd be awesome i i did like the um the planting of the seed for a sequel at the end um i was yeah. a fan of that because i i <laughs> was I wondering the entire time well like <laughs> you know in the and in, in this isn't a spoiler because like in the opening opening narration you see this but like uh when which I don't remember ever coming across a character called Longclaw. Like that has to be an invention for the. No, movie. yeah, there's no actual Sonic. But when she character. sends him to Earth, they're being hunted by a bunch of echidna that look like Knuckles. Yeah. Um, you just want so, him to be like, well, take us I, to your queen. Well, Do you I, know the way? Well, yeah. Let's let's leave that away. But. Um, <laughs> the uh <laughs> you don't like that meme no i don't not 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 where it started from oh uh, it's not no a great idea. place yeah oh. but but anyway the um the, the the when i saw that i was like okay when when is this other character going to show up and he never showed up mm-hmm. and then he shows up and it's like hey everyone if you can't figure it out i'm talking about tails um yep or miles <laughs> As his first name is, yeah, yeah. Tails's real name is Miles. Miles Tails. Prowler, Miles Prowler. Yeah, Prowler. Yeah, yeah. That's no. the last name. Um. Which yeah no they um. I. Will watch I don't the think sequel, they're getting a sequel. Probably. I I don't think it made enough to get the really in the sequel. But I thought it did well. I I don't think it did well. Let me I look this up like, real quick. Twenty twenty. 
oh baby it's getting a sequel uh, uh so oh, 81, 81 million dollar budget and it made back 320 million oh okay well maybe yeah, I'm wrong. they're getting a yeah. budget <laughs> they're they're, they're getting, getting a sequel. sequel yeah oh baby yeah they've conf- okay so yeah they they confirmed they have one. uh let's see yeah, let's see. Filming is taking place between March and May this year, and the working title is Emerald Hill. Uh, they'll film in Vancouver and Hawaii. Nice. They're eyeing Jason Momoa for the role of Knuckles. Ooh. Which should be I could see that. I yeah, like that Jason actually Momoa. works. Yeah. That actually works, I think. That's um, a good fit. But uh but yeah, that's me. Okay. Uh, so my second thing is, so I didn't actually watch the Nintendo Direct. I ended up like watching like a highlight reel. Yeah, just because like it is cool to sort of like watch it real time, but nothing really was piquing my interest. Like I know that they were announcing another character for Smash. They were announcing a couple of other games. What game that actually really caught my attention was a new Square Enix game. And I'm a big fan of uh, Square Enix. I I think they do fantastic work. I've played a lot of their uh, games before. And they announced what is a working title of... Project Triangle Strategy is their working title. <laughs> which Wait, is Triangle called... Strategy? Project Triangle Strategy. But okay. again, it's a it's a working title. And so what it's is it? Not a, it's going... a JRPG, I assume. Yeah, so it's it's in the sort of in the same veins as Octo Traveler. So mm, it's mm. it's the 2D but 3d if you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. where it's really kind of it has that cool graphics like that cool perspective to it Uh where um it is a grid-based game where you move around like your characters and you can attack via a grid but it's got that old school feel of Final Fantasy Tactics. If you ever played the original Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so it's got that feel to it. Um, There's a lot of... So they've added a lot of systems, which I can understand can be kind of complicated because it's it's interesting because in the demo, it's, it's like a three battle demo. And the demo first starts off as like, oh, this demo, you're not going to be 100% sure what's happening because we put you, like, square in the middle of the story. So just roll with it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess I will roll with it. But um, <laughs> but it's a very, like, decision-based driven game where certain things will happen. Like, it, it takes that, like, three-house perspective from uh, Fire Emblem where you have to like make decisions and when you do make decisions like a little scale pops up to show you that like a decision has been made Hmm. and things along those lines which i think is pretty cool like i do like you know decision-based uh games 
Yeah. Where it feels like, you know, your decisions matter. Yeah. And the the combat's super cool too. So there's a lot of combos where you can like combo off with your members of your team. Oh, and depending on like what kind of decisions you do, certain members will join your team. So if like you don't make like the correct decisions or if you don't please like certain factions, particular members won't actually join your team. But you can like combo off with magic where if you like have an ice mage and a fire mage, you can cast like fire on a a I guess field of wheat and that field of wheat will catch on fire. Oh, and cool. damage like characters in that wheat field. Or if you have like let's say you have a a mage that can cast fire and then uh ice, it creates water, and then if you have like somebody who does electricity it'll deal like a area of effect because of the water and stuff. So it's very like, it's very tactic in a way where you really have to consider the, the train because like if you are on a higher ground, you get bonuses for being, you know, um, at a higher elevation and everything along those lines. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, I mean, it looks really cool. I ended up playing through the entire demo, and I was quite pleased with it. I am, I'm kind of looking forward to like playing the game. That's really, really cool. I mean, it sounds really cool. Yeah, um, it, it was a, it was a lot of fun. And the nice thing is, the demo is free. Like, if you have a Switch, you can download it off of the Nintendo eShop. And just play through, you know, the the small couple of battles that they give you. But, like, it's right up my alley. It's grid-based. There's a lot of interesting systems. There's a unique cast of characters that you can recruit into your group. There's a lot of story-based decisions that affect gameplay. It's just, like... Well, this game has already has my money, so <laughs> why fight? Why try to fight them? Well, and this is not my main thing because I, I it's just piggybacking off off of a, a game that was announced mm-hmm. that, that you brought up. Um, I don't know if you ever played Diablo two. Um, I did. Yeah, they they they're remastered. remastering it and they're putting it on consoles, and I can't wait. I I think this yeah. is what's going to break me. Um, and my, it's going to make you Blizzard boycott as is Diablo two. It's like man, I remember twenty years ago talking with a friend of mine that I used to play all the time with, going and, and saying like, and you really man, enjoyed it. Would it. Be great if they put uh, this game on PS two, uh, and him go like laughing and going. That, that there's no way it would fit on a desk. <laughs> Fast forward yeah. 20 years later, and it's like, I was right. They're going to put it on a PlayStation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's it's crazy, like, what they're doing. But a lot of people... So it's interesting because some people have mixed feelings where it's like, oh, so you're not really supporting Diablo 3 then? Like, you know, a lot of people are saying that, like, 
Diablo 3 could have really used the support and whatnot, but, you know, a lot yeah, of people I mean, really love the system of um, yeah. Diablo 2. Like, it's kind of, I I can't say one game's like a truer Diablo than the other, but like, Diablo 2 was a very streamlined and close to like, perfect game for that yeah. kind of genre that top-down looter sort of game i mean the first one on playstation original um will always have a place in my heart like that will always be my diablo <laughs> yeah but but um yeah i mean the third one it had some hiccups but like it's it's gotten a console release and then uh they've released dlc for it and like it's got some support mm-hmm. um yeah i i don't know like diablo 2 though like you said i feel like that's the it's high not diablo 2 diablo yeah. 2 remastered or no re- i mean reincarnated um yeah so so like i mean it looks good it's it's um yeah i i, I don't know like it it I feel like that game, like you were saying, set kind of a high watermark for, um, yeah, the type. And of, I can totally understand why they're, yeah, yeah. And I can totally understand why they're remastering that game instead yeah. of you know putting in more, I guess, development hours into Diablo three or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, you know, Diablo four is just around the corner. Um. Probably in. 20 i would i would guess in 2023 yeah i think it's still got two more years of development but yeah Yeah. Yeah, which um, i mean i'm i'm all for people taking as long as they need to finish the thing they're making exactly exactly otherwise yeah if end up with cyberpunk yeah but i mean it's getting patched slowly but surely yeah but yes if if um tactic games jrpgs Square Enix games or up your alley, I would highly recommend downloading this demo. Again, it's free and just giving it a try and seeing if it's something that you'd be interested in. I'm super excited. It sounds for the game. really cool, especially it, the yeah the contextual like environments. Like that sounds yeah. really really cool. Yeah, it seems like they really like decided that they wanted to try new things, and I'm really happy that you know they took a chance yeah um well so my my last thing this week um is a game that i was playing called slay the spire on ps4 oh yeah (laughs) i played that game it's fun Uh, yeah it's uh it so it has trapped both me and my wife um congratulations all right so you're playing it on um uh, like we're playing it on PS4. PS3? PS4. PS4. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. So she's moved on to the second. I guess the silent. The silent. The silent. Yeah. So she's she's moved With on the to poison. It and um, the um. She said she seems to like it. Like it's it's a very different play style. It I'm is. liking the ironclad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice getting that um heal after each battle yeah well so i um it's funny like the last the last like long playthrough i got i got to the boss of act three right Mm -hmm. 
with the ironclad and i for i had like as many relics as will fit on, <laughs> on your bar at that point because i kept taking the um the, the, the question mark things but oh. i also they i also um and and usually those at least as far as i've seen granted i've only played about five and a half six hours so far um okay as far as i've seen Do you know it's how always... many hours i have clocked in there how many um i'm opening up my steam steam launcher right now because have you gone to the actual heart like you know you collect those particular like relics yeah three relics that open up the door uh no i didn't know you were supposed to be collecting any specific type of relic maybe because when you beat the game you can play it on like a harder difficulty right oh you can beat this game yeah i thought it was just an endless nope there's three acts nope three acts there's only oh so i've gotten to the end of it then yeah i just have did you not beat the boss so Uh, here's here's what happened here's what happened so <laughs> oh, hang on let me tell you the um so slay the spire i have logged 217 hours playing that game jesus christ man 217 <laughs> hours that's correct i enjoy my dude <laughs> that yes. that is a lot of yeah no that's that that's a lot i um yeah i've, I've logged like maybe six hours maybe um yeah so I've, so here's I've, what I've happened been this game i've been it yeah with with uh act three i'm fighting this boss and it looks kind of like a displacer beast right and mm-hmm. I managed to mm-hmm. wipe out its two minions, and I get its life down to about 150, and I've got like 20 hit points yeah. left. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, I have this relic that uh, I forget which one it is, but it basically I I don't discard any of my cards at the end of a turn. Yes. Yeah. So I have this gigantic. Hand. I think it's the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the runic pyramid. I think um pyramid Mm -hmm. and then i had a a card that if i exhaust every card in my hand it did i upgraded it so it did like 18 damage every non-combat card if you discard every non-combat card right non-attack card in in your hand right it will cause like 18 damage per card right um Mm -hmm. and so I'm looking, and I I don't have any more cards that I can draw. Well, I mean, I, I would have, like, I had a full hand size. I don't know how many cards that is. But yeah. I only had a, a handful of cards left if I did this, if I exhaust them and take them out of play. So mm-hmm. I go, you know what? Looking at this, doing the math, I think this will work. So I play that card, and sure enough, it beats the boss. And I'm like, Yay! And then the boss wakes nice. up and gets 300 hit points. And I go, fuck! And it hits me and I die. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't know how oh, I'm... I know so- what you're talking about. I know boss, it's like a bird, right? It's like a bird with two other birds. Uh, no, mine was... Um, it's with, like a bird with crystals. So oh. mine was a... Um, it was a wolf. It was like a stylized, like, 
wolf. Um, mm -hmm. And then its two minions were the like bird cultist things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bird creature. It, it so looks I've like only wolf, found that one on it Act One. I've only found that one at Act One. Uh, okay. Um, but I know which oh, one you're talking about. That like curls into a ball. Different. Yeah. Yeah, like the wolf one. It it said that it was asleep, but like it was still attacking me. So I was just like, okay, well, it's just going to sleep in between rounds. That's fine. And then when I did all the damage yeah. to it, it awakened it and it gained like 300 hit points and then murdered me with like a 54 yeah. point thing. Um, which I was <laughs> very sad at because I was like, no, because I had a um, uh, another card that uh, it was called like scorching, like scorching heat or something. And um, basically, oh, it adds like two burns to your car or your deck. Uh, no, so so AOE. this one, no. this one is um, it starts out with by doing like sixteen points of damage. But the mm -hmm. thing is, you can upgrade oh, you as can many times as you it. want. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so I had it doing like like 60 points of damage per play and then i had uh, another card called armament that when i played it it gave me block and i could draw a card from my discard and put it in my hand mm -hmm. and yeah every time i did it's going that to be I interesting had another, when you guys are uh well and and then i had another oh. card that every time i did that um every time i i moved a card from my discard pile to my to the top of my draw pile it gave me like an extra energy and so like there were some turns where i had like six energy um nice. i i had this uh yeah you... run of things called anger where which are zero bait zero cost cards and so i'd play it for six damage mm -hmm. and it puts another copy of my discard and so i play it and so so towards yep. the end of a match i was just like well, here's eight zero energy cards in a row. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, yeah. pretty cool. That game's, a, that game's a lot of fun. That game is, is quite amazing. And um, it's going to be interesting when you... Because there's two more characters that you can unlock. Um, and so the great oh, are thing about... Oh, there just about... two? Because there's four spaces, but I don't know what the fourth space is for something to unlock. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be two additional characters that you guys will unlock. You'll unlock a robot, and then you'll unlock a, a blind seer. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, the great thing about the game on Steam is you can actually download a lot of mods. I've actually downloaded a Sailor Moon mod where you play as a <laughs> Sailor Moon, and there's a That's lot fantastic. of different. Yeah, and there's a lot of like awesome um, cards that are Sailor Moon themed. It is is quite amazing. I'll have to send you a uh, screenshot. Please do. I, I will. No, but yeah, that game's that game's a lot of fun. I've like I said, I've clocked over like 200 hours in that game. So yeah, this uh, might be one of those for us because like I was playing and for at first she was like what is that music it sounds like an annoying phone game and i was like hmm. uh, whatever and she was watching me play and she's just like i want to turn i was like okay here's your yeah. profile 
<laughs> so yeah, she's moved nice. on to the silent, which I think she said that mm-hmm. she prefers more. Um, I'm just staying yeah, with the ironclad um, so that I can get all of the unlocks, and then I'll move on to the next one. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll have to let me know when you uh, finally beat the Act Three boss. Man, I got so close. I did not know that there were two sections of it. I was feeling full of myself, and that was the problem, I think. I was like, oh, well, I can take this guy out easy. You flew too close to the sun. And it's like, you you have six cards in your deck that you can work with now. Oh, and by the way, it's at full hit points, and you have 20 hit points. Have fun. And you're like, oh. I was just like, well, I didn't invest into any block because I've just been counting on just doing massive amounts of damage every turn. Massive damage, yeah. <laughs> um, Have you gotten that card, the um, perfect strike, where it does extra damage for each strike card in your deck? Yeah, I've seen that. It, yeah, you. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. So my favorite and then so far um, is a is a um, earlier today I was playing it and I got this relic that um, I forget what it's called, but basically the way I read it at first, I was like, oh, okay. Whenever I get hit with an attack, I'll get to draw a card. But what it actually is mm-hmm. is for every hit point of damage I take, I get to draw a card. So like. I got attacked for like 18 damage and like finally it was like, okay, you've ran out of hand size. <laughs> Sorry, because it was yeah, giving me a card for each, 10 cards. each uh, hit point lost. Um, and I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. this is so much better than I thought it was. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just expected them to put in a built-in cap of like yeah, each attack that connects, not each point of damage you take, because that's an insane amount of, of cards yeah. to be drawing. Um, so yeah, that huh. was me. I'm going to stick with this game for a little bit and uh, see what I can... Good, yeah. <laughs> see, I'll, I'll see how long I, how I stay out. in its grasp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you want to close this out? Well, yeah, the last thing I've actually been doing is I downloaded... Um, Duolingo on my phone. Oh, it's what lang- what language app. are you speaking? Uh, Japanese. I'm I'm doing Japanese. Nice. Nihongo. But um, yeah, it's it's actually fairly. It's it feels like it's been helping me. Like we took Japanese in college. Um, I went to Japan and. I just haven't been practicing it and you know since i've have a little bit of free time i thought it'd be nice just to kind of go over a little bit of the basics and everything along those lines and it's nice just to spend like 10 15 like minutes kind of going through lessons um again it's it's fairly easy because i started it off at like the beginner level so it's again just kind of like going over sounds in um, the katakana and hiragana um, alphabet and going over like basic words like numbers and like basic sentences like how are you hello and stuff like that but it's it's nice like you know it's nice as a free app it's nice you know they do have like ads that pop up after every lesson or so but it's not like super annoying 
to a point where it's just like this is unusable. Yeah. So so yeah, I I can see why people would use this particular app to to learn a language. I mean, it's not like you're going to learn the language in like a year doing it or anything along those lines. Sure. But yeah. It's just nice sort of like being able to kind of give it a good practice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to look at something like that myself. I just haven't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just have to take the time to like do it. Yeah. I ended up just kind of like downloading it and then just doing a couple of um I guess lessons and just kind of like, you know, making it a part of my I guess daily routine. Yeah. Just sort of like, you know, after a long day at work or something along those lines, you know, right before I'm going to sleep, I'll jump on it and, you know, do a couple of lessons. Okay. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, and again, like, you know, I would, I would recommend if, if you want to like learn a language and you know, again, it's free and everything, but if you just kind of want to go through and practice, I would say give it a shot. Nice. Well, um, with that, uh, I guess we, uh, we should wrap up because we're at a, an hour and a half. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, that was, I feel like that was a good episode. I'm liking this new format, um, which speaking of our next episode will be on building our dream PCs. Uh, exactly. And then the current book club book is, uh, Kushin Takami's Battle Royale followed yep. by the movie. So we'll, uh, we'll do that in a couple weeks uh, until next time. We'll see you. We love you. Wear your masks. Stay safe. Be safe. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.